Hello, gals and guys. It's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on peace. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to this episode 99 of your motivational high five, my bite sized podcast where we are just uh, going on a journey together, a discovery of ourselves in our life and how we interact um, with other people and grow within ourselves and respond to the situations and narratives that have been told to us that we've chosen to believe. And we're taking an active step towards confronting those with positive narratives and simple truths that we can hold on to in order to help rewire our brain. In a sense, that's what this podcast is. And a lot of people have joined over the past uh, few years, uh, three years now that the podcast has been live. And uh, we've reached almost a million downloads in total. And uh, we've grown an online community of support. And a lot of people have gotten involved with that. In particular, this guy named Robert Campbell, who has come on to support the podcast uh, on Patreon at $5 a month. And he has jumped into our online community, uh, which uh, I tell you about when you support the podcast. And also, um, he has access to my uh, little mini, mini podcast um, that I run from Patreon uh, called The Inner Voice. Robert's been a good guy to connect with and uh, to hear a little bit about his story. And he's overcoming a ton. He's an inspirational dude. A shout out to another supporter who came on at a dollar a month and their reward is this shout out and uh, access to that group as well. Uh, They go by the name Mimi. Uh, If you want to email me, Mimi, (laughs) and um, get a more accurate shout out of your real name, uh, you can email me at phil at thestoryshop.tv. If you, listener, are interested in supporting the podcast, go to patreon.com slash YMH5. Use the number five, patreon.com slash YMH5. There are different reward levels for what amount you come in at per month. Um, will you join me in that endeavor as we are getting close to the century mark of 100 episodes? Enough of that. Let's move on to peace. I think a lot of people's common response when they are asked, what do they want to attain in life? What what do they want to achieve somehow or become? We want to become, the common answer is happy. I want to attain happiness because it's, it's somehow this easier, understandable way to define um, some sort of success emotionally or whatever, or maybe we do achieve some sort of physical success and and that'll the result will be happiness. But I was hearing a friend uh, tell a story this morning about someone who had been going through some really hard times in his life. Was a little older. Was coming um, kind of the last little few years of his life, realizing all these regrets. And he saw my friend, who is a fairly um, content individual, and, and he says, "I'd like to learn from you." I. I'd like to achieve happiness. And my friend was like, well, I can't, I can't help you there. But in hearing some of your story, I understand that it might be beneficial for you to achieve peace. And that, that seemed to resonate with him. Yes, yes, that is what I want. I want peace. Because when we are at peace with whatever, our circumstances, where we are at in our life, our relationships or our career, 
um, it just feels much more realistic to me to define that as some sort of goal or thing to achieve, for lack of a better word. But even more so, it, it's just, it's really attractive to me because when it's happiness, sometimes other people's happiness really puts me off. Like, all right, that's, that's too much. Or, you know, you're just, you're, you're showing off or, or whatever it is. But when you recognize another person is at peace, especially in the face of struggles, it, it seems to be more of a mark. It is a, a mark of wisdom, of inner discovery, of emotional journey and, and maturity, of spiritual enlightenment, peace. But you say, Phil, there's, there's too much going on right now to, to achieve peace. I get it. P- peace is not easy. But, but to grow in some way, we must struggle in that way. In the end, no pain is a loss. The starker the contrast between the struggle and the resulting peace, the greater the growth observed. People notice. You see, if you talk about contrast, say in a photo, when contrast is increased, it, it is more obvious the difference between dark and light. But there is no contrast when it's just one of those, just dark and just light. Both must be present. You see, we attain peace when we accept and engage what it is in relation to pain. That peace is not the minimization of the pain. No, it is in fact enhanced and elevated because of it. Pain being sometimes external circumstances is often outside of our control. Peace for you, for me, being always internal is within our control, right? I mean, we've seen people in poverty and with terminal illness and more peace than the healthiest and wealthiest of us. Why? Because our peace is entirely internal, separate from the dependency of external circumstances, though often enhanced and elevated by them. So more practically, how do we grow in peace? With such a broad question, there is no specific answer. That is the solution to peace. But this, this helps. This is a quote by Ted Benjermino or Bengermino. I don't, I don't know the pronunciation. But anyway, this is what it says. There are hundreds of tasks we feel we must accomplish in a day. But if we do not take them one at a time and let them pass through the day slowly and evenly, as do the grains of sand passing through the narrow neck of the hourglass, then we are bound to break our own physical or mental structure. Okay, who is this guy who um, understands this piece? Ted. I found this little bio of him on author Adam Kahn's uh, website, youmeworks.com. It says this, During World War II, Ted was responsible for maintaining records of men killed or missing in action. He often had to take the personal belongings of soldiers killed in action and send them to their parents. And he worried himself sick that his department might make a mistake. What if they accidentally told the wrong parents their son is dead? He was anxious so often he started worrying about his own mental health. He lost 34 pounds from worry and exhaustion. He worried he might be a physical wreck when he went home after the war. He cried when he was alone. There was a period soon after the Battle of the Bulge started, he said, that I gave up hope of ever being a normal human again. In the army, he met a doctor who said that he needed to look at his life as an hourglass, taking one grain at a time. And in the same method, I'm going to take a, just, a, just a few seconds here to tune in 
to what is disrupting your peace? What could be beneficial for you to view one at a time as a grain of sand passing through the hourglass? Again, he says, let them pass through the day slowly and evenly. I like that. Like a grain through an hourglass, it can't go faster than it's going. And to go evenly is everything consists of the same importance, right? Let me read that again. Let them pass through the day slowly and evenly as do the grains of sand passing through the narrow neck of the hourglass. If we don't, we are bound to break our own physical or mental structure. What, what is it? What is disrupting your peace? Come to terms with it. Bring it up, a grain of sand. Notice the hourglass and let it pass. That was one. Good job. What's the next one? One at a time. Let them pass. Accept them as they are. Come to terms. This too will pass. Nice job. What's the one you're saving for last? Let's go right there. Your reaction to it. You have power over that. Externally, it is. It just is. You can't do anything about it. Internally, you do not have to be routed to the core. You are strong. This is not to minimize it. No. It is to allow your peace to be enhanced and elevated because of it. It is, and so you are stronger. You are more peaceful, or the potential is there to be more peaceful. Good job. Friends, this is meditation. Visualizing and interacting with those imaginations and visualizations. There is proof in research that this actually develops your brain even further. It grows it. It matures it. Imagination is powerful. The peace or lack thereof in your life is under your control. And we do this also, continue it at the end of every episode where we invite positive narratives in our life. In this meditation that we do at the end of every episode, we uh, welcome a reflection of ourselves. Sometimes um, the very picture we choose to avoid in large chunks of our day, the stories, we confront it, we engage with it, we accept it. This time with a positive twist. It's called a mantra and, uh, or an affirmation. And today's, um, when you find a reflection of yourself, say this. Even when everything else feels uncertain, I can find peace within. And 99 episodes, you know how I'm going to finish this, right? I'm just a dude. (laughs) I'm no guru. I'm no counselor or physician or doctor or therapist. I am a guy with a microphone who knows how to release a podcast. (laughs) 
what I say is nothing if you don't heed it, if you don't let it change you. But the power is within you, as is the peace. It starts with you. You.